I'm Lily. And I'm Caroline. <laughs> Welcome to Book Talk. Today, we'll be discussing two of our favorite young adult books. The books we will be talking about are Between Shades of Grey and The Thing About Jellyfish. We've both read both of them, and I've personally read them twice, so we can definitely say that we thoroughly enjoy them. The Thing About Jellyfish was one of the first realistic fiction books I have read. It really clicked with me and encouraged me to read more books like it. As for Between Jades of Grey, it was one of the first Holocaust books I read. It exposed me to the horrors of the Holocaust and introduced me to that genre. Some of my favorite books are Between Jades of Grey, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and I also like this one called uh, Making Bombs for Hitler, which is another Holocaust book that we won't be talking about. So, yeah. Today, Lily will be talking about Between Shades of Grey, and I will be talking about The Thing About Jellyfish. Both of these books are realistic fiction and are some of my favorites in that genre as well. In this podcast, we will be talking about why these books are worth reading and questions we still have after reading them. So, Between Shades of Grey, like I said, is like a Holocaust book that sets place in obviously World War II. Um... It's not really Holocaust, I'd say, because it was, like, the family's not Jewish, but they're, like, um, they're just Lithuanians that are trying to get away from the Soviet Union, and so they end up going to concentration camps like the Jews did. But, um, yeah. So the author of the book, Between Shades of Grey, is Ruta Sepetu. She's a granddaughter of a Lithuanian soldier from World War II. Um... So, I think it's safe to say that she wrote the story based off her grandfather's, like, telling her of her story or whatever. Her grandfather escaped through Germany into refugee camps. However, like, the main character of this book, Lina or Lena, some of his family members were imprisoned. She took two trips to Lithuania to research the making of this book, and she even writes, I met with family members, survivors of the deportations, survivors of the gulags, <laughs> Psychologist and government official. So, the author of The Thing About Jellyfish <laughs> grew up in a town outside New York City, and it says in the back of the book that she had a fascination with bugs and frogs. <laughs> Since she loved animals, she was inspired to write The Thing About Jellyfish. In addition, in this book, the main character, her name is Susie. She tries. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> she tries to go to Australia. Um, the author is most likely chose this country because she. <laughs> she has a dog, and it's an Australian shepherd. <laughs> okay, so the main character in Between Shades of Grey is Lina. Um, she changes drastically throughout the story. Like, in the beginning, she's very shy and afraid, and she's very dependent on her mother and, um, her father, but her father doesn't go with them. So, she learns to be more independent and take care of her younger brother and help her mom when she needs it throughout the story. Um, she becomes, she also becomes very self-confident and unafraid, because in the beginning, when she first, when they first got deported, they were, um, she was... Like, she didn't even want to talk. Like, she was so afraid. But in the end, she stands up for herself more and more. 
and um, she also stands up for the victims around her because she gets like she just feels bad and she wants everything to be right again. In my book, The Thing About Jellyfish, the main character's name <laughs> is Susie. <laughs> At the beginning of the story, she's very shy, lonely, and stressed um, because she's devastated about the friend that she ha- No, <laughs> I just said that wrong. About the death of her best friend. Um, and since her friend died, she's sad. Um obviously, but throughout the story, she becomes more talkative, independent, and happy because she finds a way to cope with everything that happened. Um, and yeah. Again, like, we can't really say everything that happened because we don't want to spoil the book, so. (laughs) Um, in the very beginning of the story, um, between Shades of Grey, of course, Lana and her family are getting taken away by the Soviet soldiers. Her father, like I said before, her father doesn't go with them, and it causes Lina to worry a lot about her father, like any person would. Um, so she she was an artist, and like she had a certain signature that her dad always liked, and he knew exactly when it was, and like he knew her style of artwork and stuff. So um, she tries to make secret messages to her father. Like the first one, she makes like a little handkerchief, and she does her signature and like I forgot what she draws but she draws something on it and she passes it along a line of men until it can hopefully get to her father um and she also her and her mother also try to communicate with people outside the camps like her cousin and her aunt that escaped so yeah during this story Susie is faced with the death of her best friend which is a day-to-day challenge for her she, this makes her feel alone, but with the help of her family, she eventually overcomes these challenges. Um, so today we have these things called task cards that we're going to be answering. And they're just different questions about the book that we've come to understand, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so both of us will have two task cards to answer related to our book. Ready? Okay. Okay, so Caroline, your first task card is what literary devices does this author use frequently? For example, flashback, foreshadowing, irony, figurative language, etc. Share a couple of examples. <laughs> okay, well, in my story, the author frequently uses flashbacks. Um, so during the whole story, the time switches back and forth between the main character's present time and when her best friend was still alive. So it's just like flashbacks of memories that she had with her and then she just like remembers them in the present so yeah <laughs> so my test card is uh, talk about a character in this, no- in this novel whom you admire so the character I most admire in the story is Lina because I know I've been talking about her a lot but she really she's like her growth throughout the story is really like inspiring I guess she um like I said before, she was very dependent, and she was shy, and she was scared, and she was weak, and she just didn't know what to do. And when, as the story progressed, she just, like I said, became more self-confident, mature, and she stood up for what, was, what she thought was right and all this stuff. Um, she had to go through many hard obstacles, and she finally learned how to cope with them herself without the help of her mother, who she need, who by the end of the book she needed to help. 
and yeah. My next task card is, what elements of danger are present in this novel? Tell us about them. How do these elements impact the overall story? So, in this novel, there's a lot of danger. First of all, the ocean is dangerous because Susie's best friend, Franny, drowns. And throughout the story, Susie just wonders how her friend drowned. She thinks it's because of a jellyfish, but she doesn't know, and she investigates it throughout the whole story. Um... Second of all, she's obsessed with jellyfish, specifically then, and I don't even know how to say this, but it's like, you I don't even know. I think it's irukanji. Irukanji? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and this kind of jellyfish has incredibly deadly venom. Incredibly deadly venom. <laughs> That's hard to say. Okay. Um, and she's really just like, she just talks about all these jellyfish and how people like, can die if they're bitten by them and just she's just fascinated with the whole thing and these are two elements of danger in my novel um so i also did um the same one as her <laughs> so what elements of danger present in this novel tell us about them how do these elements affect the overall story um well she faces many elements of danger throughout the book like many many as you can expect because she was sent to a concentration camp um but the main element is danger is when she first got taken away in the first place because of how scared she was and she was she was just overall super afraid and um she had the she was forced to live in camps in the Soviets with a bunch of random strangers that she didn't know and that affected her because one of the strangers was just like they didn't care about living at the point because they just didn't want to be taken away and it took a toll on her because she was trying to fight for her life and it just it impacted like how she like how scared she was throughout the story then then on um but this overall like whole element of danger when she gets taken away impacts the setting of the book because she just it is in concentration camps constantly like going to different ones all the time um so now we have questions for the author, and what we're going to do is we're going to ask the question, and we're both going to say what we think, because we both read both of the books. Um, we're going to say what we think the answers are. So my first question <laughs> my first question is, did Lana ever meet, up, meet back up with Andreas? So Andreas was one of her friends in, like, kind of a love interest, <laughs> um, but... He helped her a lot with, like, supplying her food and all this. Um, I think that – I think there's a rare chance that they met back up because they got separated on the last concentration camps where they both escaped. So I'm not sure. I don't think they did, but hopefully they did because they were really close friends. Yeah, like Lily, I think there's a small chance that they did because um, they both escaped. Like, and Lina got separated from Andreas in the camp, but I don't know if they ever met back up. Yeah. I don't think they did, but I don't know. Was she... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a question I still have about the story is how Franny actually died. Did she drown because of a jellyfish sting on her own? Um, they talk about this, like, Susie, the main character, questions this throughout the story, but it's never really answered. Um... And yeah, so I think she drowned just on her own. Just 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Caroline, I think that she just jumped on her own. But Susie wanted to – she needed something to help her cope with the pain of losing her friend and stuff. So I think she was trying to make up, like, a story where she – felt reassured that it wasn't just because she drowned because she didn't think it was possible because she was a good swimmer like they said in the book um so yeah I think it was probably just she drowned and she just needed something to help her cope with her loss um so my other question was is was she able to live safely with her cousin and aunt so at the end of the book um it has like an epilogue section where I think she does she is able to escape and, like, live her life normally before the Soviets took her and things like that. And, um, but I don't know if she was able to meet back up with her cousin or aunt. I think she'd probably be able to because she wrote to them throughout the story. And in one of the concentration camps, um, her mom got a letter back from them saying, that they were okay and things like that. So I think she was probably able to go reunite with them and her and her brother probably were able to. So I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, another question that I have is if Susie fully recovered from the death of her friend, which I think she did because her family was very like supportive and like there for her. But yeah. Um, I kind of disagree. So <laughs> I think she's better now but she definitely thinks about her friend all the time and the things she did to her before she died <laughs> uh, which I'm not going to say because that's funny look but um, I think she was just like she's better now and now that she's talking about it like she can handle it but she doesn't really like she's still not okay and she's still sad about the thing you know yeah. I mean? yeah yeah okay so that's going to be on the podcast today. Um, you guys should definitely check out both of the, these young adult books. Um, they're some of my favorite books that I've read. Anyway, thanks for joining us in our podcast today. I'm Lily. And I'm Caroline. And this has been Book Talk, Young Adult Edition. <laughs>